comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. How do you know my name? I have been and always shall be your friend. <laughs> uh, look, uh, I, I don't know you. I am Spock. Oh, Episode 232. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Move your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Tonight's episode, Skype Fest. So I'm going out of town later on this okay. week, and I was uh, I was weighing all my mm-hmm. luggage. I actually have a we have a scale at work. We can use okay. 246 pounds. Can you believe that? Yeah, but How many you bags? can't mail it, yourself. It's only yeah, it's, it's only a, one bag. Yeah, it's only that's the comedy. One bag. One bag. What is it like? Uh, most um, most uh, airlines now say you can't put make your bag over 50. Yeah, pounds. so I don't know what I'm going to do. I mean, well, no, one bag for 50 pounds. Yeah. Well, I, one thing I'm thinking is. Um, Leave the weights at home. Just uh, find a gym. How am I going to work out? Um, well, I mean, so you could. How many bags have you packed? Actually, um, besides your carry on, I don't know. Maybe yeah. a but pawn besides my carry on, uh, eighteen. Where are you going? San Francisco for vacation or yes. work? No mm-hmm. vacation by vacay, yourself. Vacate with the family. Oh, that's cool, dude. Yeah. Oh, very cool. We are gonna. Uh, that's even better than what I was thinking. But uh, anyway, hey, who do we got on the phone? Well, we it's get, not time for that yet. Okay, hmm. it's. Uh, Hey, wait, you guys on the phone, you guys wait. Where is it? Here we go. It's time for our sponsor, dcbservice.com. Oh, that's who it is. Get uh, your entire bundle of DC's new 52 number one titles for 50% off. You can get all 52 comic books for $79.74. Is that good? I guess it depends on how many you're planning on buying anyway. That's better than than 40%. Otherwise, they're, I think, 42% off. Individually, okay, which is still a bargain. Let's see, eight percent. So, if you want to go, so you're going to save more money if you get your books through there than if you went digital. And also, uh, an interesting uh, thing they have in the shop this Mm -hmm. month is uh, there are two Walking Dead board games coming out. Oh, Uh, one's based on the television show, and one is based on the comic book. And that's so it's pretty much the same game. No, they're two different manufacturers, two different companies. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know how they're played. I'm interested, but they're both. Man. I think one's 25% off and one's 30% off. Are they like. Kurt, um, it's a sellout, isn't he? Are, are they like uh, role playing games? I don't know. I'm not sure. One of them you can play by yourself. <laughs> I'm not sure. Losers. But anyway. And then, of course, you've got that Star Trek ongoing number one that's based on the J.J. Abrams oh, verse. Oh, yeah. Fifty percent off for dollar ninety nine. Where's my Legion issue? That's coming out 
later. I'll later. I'll deal with that. DCBService.com. I'm going to handle this with grace. They're good to us. Be good to them. And acceptance. Okay. All right. On the phone, we got two cats. We have two friends of ours. Michael Schwartz, hello. Yes, hello. Now. And Daryl Taylor, hello. Hello. Now. All right. Michael is obviously from Oceanverse. Daryl is obviously from the other 90% of the podcasts that are out there on the internet yes. right now. Seriously, Daryl, how many, how many different podcasts are you on regularly? Uh, I would... Oof. Okay, there's DC Noise. There's so many he can't even... <laughs> fix the out. There's nothing's on, no apologies, and comic book growth. Five. 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 Right. Do you have time to use the restroom? Um, rarely. So they have male uh, adult diapers, and they're good. Awesome. You know, I seem to remember you were on that episode of Ultra Friends Go where they were playing uh, the role-playing. Oh, and yeah, we had a good time. Now, did you fall asleep during that? I seem to remember you got lost <laughs> at one point. Didn't you? <laughs> I, we could, I had to step away for a minute. You and were like... Back. They were playing, and they were like, where did Daryl go? And they and it just, you know, they just kept going, but that was funny. How many charisma points that cost you? <laughs> Daryl, don't feel bad, man. I fall asleep during this show a lot. <laughs> That's why the bits come in. Yeah. Well, So, uh, I've been wanting to talk about the new DC-52. Okay. Because I still have, more, both. still have more to talk about it. And Daryl and I kind of got into a little back and forth. Michael was in there, too, a little back and forth. <laughs> um and uh, I'm my jealous. initial... Well, I, I, I guess I want to add, I've been listening to the podcast from San Diego, mm-hmm. the 52 panels, and they're very enlightening. And you, you get a lot of information as to how they, how they figured this out and where they're headed and why they did it. Okay, well, my, one of my huge problems, and I've decided, I've come to the decision that I will not be buying any DC books whatsoever. Okay. I'm cutting DC off. Um, it's a money deal, but it's also a, this is not an in, a universe that I'm interested in. Deal. I mean, are you trying to draw a line in the sand and make a point? Or are you just really not interested? A little of both. Okay. Because I want to read Aquaman. Okay. I really do. And, you know, if you can't deal with this, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> I'm fine. Gonna, I'm going to catch I you like, an LCS with a trench like coat on. Jim Lee's art. I want to read uh, mm-hmm. Justice League. But... I don't need to read either one, right. so for the most part, I'm not interested in... I think it's a poorly planned thing. There's no way they can fit a lot of important things into a five-year history. Um, and the thing that bothers me the most probably is what uh, Morrison is doing to Superman. Oh, okay. See, I'd... I'm not happy about that. Mike, your thoughts? George is getting angry. My thoughts? Um... Well, when I first heard the news about it, I I thought it was very uh, ambitious. You talking about the reboot cool. in general? In general, okay. yeah. And um, being as a person who who doesn't read too many DC books, I mean, I I, I like I like some DC stuff, Green Lantern and Batman and everything, but uh, it kind of caught me at a point where I was starting to fade out from DC. So I I wanted to kind of look at this as. Uh, someone that they're trying to reach out to, you know, because obviously they're trying to go for, you know, the uh, digital tablet readers and stuff like that. The the people, the non-comic readers. And I was kind of putting myself in their shoes and also with, with my wife who reads books here, here and there. But, you know, she is who DC should be aiming for. So when the news came out 
and all the titles and things, you know, I, I looked at them and then I showed them to her. It's like, do, do any of these look interesting? And she said, like, flat out no. Me, there's a few things here and there, but um, I, I just kind of question some of the choices they made going forward with this initial wave. Daryl, your thoughts? Well, when I heard, I kind of got excited about it when they did the relaunch. I mean, I'm... Okay, enough I, from Daryl. Now, no, I'm kidding. Let me, let me ask you, Daryl. You got excited about it. Yeah. Did you not feel a little betrayed by the announcement? Not really, because I, I mean, I, I've been through the, the crisis of Infinite Earths. I kind of, you know, been through the news stories when they did Zero Hit zero hour and they kind of you know did little tweaks here and there and yeah that's the thing little tweaks here and there you know i i would like but to, I, this I, is not a little tweak I, I would like to bring up if you look back at the silver age the silver age was a huge relaunch to what we know today mm-hmm. they reinvented flash yes they reinvented green it's, lantern it's different they reinvented a lot of blue beetle they it's, reinvented a lot of heroes that you grew to love it's different and, though and and enjoy and respect it's different because there was a several year gap in between the two eras this is a new generation that they're aiming well to. i mean it's not like they're gonna they, shut they, down shop yeah. for a year yeah, yeah they're not gonna shut down shop this is um i think it was dan didio who said in one of the conferences that this was sales were dismal and they were they, they had to do something he didn't say this but I get the impression that DC was on the verge of just closing the comic book you mean part with, down. And that's why they're doing this new one. I get that impression. He said that without saying it. Who's it, he? it was like Dan Didio. Didio. Okay. And that they needed to do something radical. And so radical that they had to, they had to make sure that everybody understood that this wasn't a, we're going to go back to the old way. This is new. So that they even renumbered Detective and action right. because th- those are landmark issues. Those are issues that are pushing close to a thousand. But the only way people were going to take them seriously, they felt, was to start everything at number one. So it sounds like a Hail Mary to me well, that, it, that they were doing this to save the, the DC. It comics. sounds like a 25 year old promise finally coming to, to fruit, is what it sounds like to me. I mean, the, well, clearly the original concept was to do this after Crisis on Infinite mm-hmm. Earths. Yeah, you know, yeah. Marv, Marv Wolfman's big plan was to restart the stinking universe at that time, and they chickened out. I, ha- you know. I have to ask myself, and it wouldn't be fair if I didn't, did those fans of the pre-crisis universe feel the way that I feel now, which is betrayed? I actually feel betrayed by DC. Wow. As a longtime fan of DC, I feel like they are not taking my feelings into account whatsoever. Does that... that well, well, that yeah, now, you know, now, now reeks you, of a sense of entitlement that I have. Like these characters are mine. Now, while yes. while that that is a, a, an entitlement that you feel to yourself, think about the writers who are really invested in these characters. Mm-hmm. They seem to be okay with it. They seem to be fine with it. They seem to well, be excited about an opportunity to make something. Maybe so they're just toting the company line. Maybe they, they know if they re- express their disinterest, they don't have a job, or they can go to Marvel. Well, well they, it's a biz- I mean, it's a it's a business. It it's is a business, I mean, but this business is so ingrained in our childhood, in our lives. More I'm with s- you on that. More so I'm, than other types of business. 
Mike. I, I totally agree, but I'm at a point in my life right now where I don't have that attachment. It doesn't bother me anymore. And that's why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, I can't get upset because just, I just don't care like that. I just want to read a good story. Now, Daryl, do you think it's uh, because of the way the the stories have progressed, or do you think it's uh, just a matter of just age and experience? Because I can tell you that just I'll keep this short. Um, used to be that uh, when my uh, Sooners would lose, um, I would uh, I would feel like uh, killing myself for a couple of days, and uh, you know now or you know Cowboys lose or something. Nowadays, um, you know, for the last ten years or so, it's like if they lose, yeah, it's a drag. But I've I've stopped. You know, it, it stopped affecting me at like the cellular level. <laughs> you know, it's like I take it a lot more philosophically now. It's like I hope they win, but if they don't, I'm not going to run around. I'm, I'm, you're not going to get me crying over this. You know, you're not going to yeah. get me gnashing my teeth. And I think that's just a matter of my own personal experience. I wonder if this, you know, does that have anything to do with your thoughts? I think because before this happened, I started sending all of my comics. I started. I woke up and just looked at all this, all these comics, and they became paper. Hmm. and clutter so i started shipping comics to people cool just giving them away i mean just just um, donnie came over and took what he took about maybe a thousand or so of my comics wow is that maybe the way you stored them that they felt like clutter no they were in boxes and all that but it just i never i stopped going and rereading old you know old stories i have trades that i you know would do that with but i just stopped yeah I'm at that point where I'm, well, I'm a, like getting rid of my old stuff too. Well, there's a yeah. saturation point. You can only have you can but only I'm, read so many in your lifetime. I'm, I'm hung up on the old stories that I don't want to have to start over. Well, think the stories still exist, though. I mean, yeah. they're, they're there, and you know, they're just they're just starting a new wave of things. Um, yeah, like I mean, Marvel did the Ultimate line, which kind of you know, it's almost like the new Star Trek movie where the old. <laughs> It didn't invalidate the old stuff, and it goes along with new things. I mean, but they're just they're just ending and, and restarting something. So I can see that, but you know, it's thank well, you, Mike. Mike, why couldn't great point? Why, why couldn't DC have done that? They have been doing it. They, they haven't they, done a, a, an ultimate thing like Marvel did. Oh, oh, oh I thought you were DC's, talking about telling the same well, story. Yes, they have. No. DC has had an awesome. infinite amount of worlds. They've had one world. They've had 52 worlds. Well, Th- that's, that's what they're doing. Now, maybe that's the difference maybe the, between... The, uh, the big difference, obviously, is that they're not basing any of their ongoing titles in another world, which is a sticking point with me. Mm-hmm. If you're going to have this wonderful multiverse kind of thing where, you know, in one universe, Batman is, you know, hunts by gaslight, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, I want to see some stories in these worlds, dang it. But those worlds do exist. DC's just, they're betraying us if you want to use that that's overly strong term by not exploring this multiverse that they have presented to us. Mike, well, they aren't going to do that. Mike, how much of your being is a Marvel guy and how much of your being is a DC guy? Well, uh, I I love Spider-Man. And there I love- are no wrong answers. <laughs> no, I know. Um, I, 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 w- I would say let's go 70 Marvel, 30 DC. But okay. it, it varies from there to there. But I think at my core, that's how I got started reading, and it's it's kind of what I always come back to. I think and, I'm uh, I think I'm in that same very same percentage group. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, like I I I think that I think DC's cool. I love the main guys, and I love them as icons and symbols. But I don't 
really get into them as characters. And as you go deeper into the DC roster, I just completely lose track of it, you know, like the Legion. (laughs) Easy, easy, easy. Now, now Brad, you said (laughs) that um, you don't like what Grant Morrison is doing to Superman. What, What is it you don't care for? He's he said because basically wants, we we know we know a little bit about it, but it's he almost said he like wants a to make Superman more relatable. Well, okay. to us, what he said but is, but what he's doing is he's taking away the Clark Kentness. Well, about he him. wants to make Superman a cultural icon more than just he a already quote, superhero. Is. Unquote. He already but is a cultural. He's trying icon. to. Well, he's, but, cares anymore? He, like I I've been re I've been buying Superman, and I can mention it to a room of my friends, and I have. And they look at me and go, "Okay, that's nice. Let's talk about something else." <laughs> like they don't care anymore. He's, he's like, almost like a brand, like Kraft, right. or like Campbell Soup. Like it, it the the Superman to everyone else that is is just something that you see in comic books. That's that's uh, as far as anyone knows is an American icon, which he's not. Yeah. He's an alien, but a lot of people don't relate to him that way. Yeah, the, the way the way I see Superman and the way I think he's most relatable to everyone is his origin story, like what's told in the first movie. It, you can retell that over and over. Superman for all seasons, and they just did it with Secret Origin. It's like, that's almost like like the myth of Superman. And everyone loves that. Everyone can relate to that. You can tell it over and over in many different ways. Like when you start going past that, that's when you start losing... Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you start... Well, you know what I mean? It's like... Were you guys okay with Superman Earth 1? Yeah. I liked it. A lot. I, I didn't read it. Okay, I, that's I, not relaunching an entire universe, entire no, comic book was, line, but that's that's in the that same. That was one of those absolutely the same vein you've been wanting to see. Yeah, and I just thought of that. And I can accept that mm-hmm. that that Superman origin and his yes. current status quo is the way it is because it's not our DC universe, it's right? Earth One. Yeah, and and, and of course, me being I, I love guess, Elseworlds. I guess I'm the resident DC. Uh, I agreed. I love the What If. I love the Elseworlds. But me being apparently. The, the lone resident DC and Grant Morrison apologist. Um, you know, I'm, no, you I'm pretty that. interested. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, with you, baby. Um, but uh, Morrison, I love the, this little Morrison quote. I, I saw an interview with him. Uh, he was out at um, uh, San Diego. And um, he said, basically, uh, to survive you know, in this new world, uh, Grant Morrison thinks comic books need to go back to what the medium does best. Big ideas big stupid Mm -hmm. ask ideas Mm -hmm. quote let the artists go crazy let the Mm -hmm. writers go crazy unquote yes Yes. you know and 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 i will agree with that because comic books have seen very mm -hmm. mainstream like they'll come up with a good event sure like blackest night was a lot of fun but but in reality at the end what did you have Mm -hmm. kind of the same thing some heroes came back and that's part of it because what's going on here is a schism between Basically, conservatives and progressives, and I'm not trying to tie this into any other uh, you know aspect of American life here, but um, but you've got people who I like the way it is. Possibly this is you, Brad. I don't. I'm not trying to gang up, but you know I like the way things were. Why do things have to change? I want more of what I'm comfortable with, and which I'm basically I'm that in real life. You know, I'm not well, a huge we're fan like, of we're personal like that change, with but things, like with but, music or I mean, yeah. it all changes. But it, but in common, and, and that's one thing. You know, you have to, you know, if you want to be realistic about this world that's that's speeding up at all times you know you've got to be able to accept the fact that change is going to happen and you can make a peace with it um you know versus the people who are progressives who's like you know what 
the, I love the Grant Morrison theory where, and I think I've mentioned this in, in a couple episodes uh, previously, but Morrison's deal is he loves to come in and screw up the universe, you know, the sandbox he's playing in as mm-hmm. much as he can, and then the powers that be spend the next couple of years trying to fix everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand and, why they do that. Well, <laughs> I don't understand why they try to fix everything. Again, I think it's okay to do a paradigm shift. And, and granted, that's at the the possible cost of losing, you know, uh, you know, losing part of your audience. You know, you might disaffect part of your audience. Witness but what's happening across the table for me right now. You might gain a new audience and a bigger share of audience. Well, yes, and I think we that's... are so scared mm-hmm. for any change. Like DC cannot do anything. Like I've seen people um, cry like they've killed a human being when they put pants on a woman. <laughs> Fly. I've is, seen people complain sad. about us. You know, Batman having a son. How that's going to destroy the entire. Batman universe yeah. and write blogs about it. Like it's getting to the point where you can't do anything. Speak, yeah. Speaking of Batman, if you're going to reboot everything, yeah. why not reboot everything instead of letting Batman's status quo and the Green Lantern book letting them pretty much stay the same? That is odd. Um, they, that, they, that's they, another thing that bothers me. They addressed that. I, I know why they did it. It's yeah, a business. They sell. Yeah, they sell. Those all in the top 10. Those books stay in the top 20, the top 10. How are and, they going to squeeze four Robins into a five year timeline? Boy, that's a good um, question. You know it's, squeeze... it's funny because they talked, they addressed that question at one of the panels. And then Dan Didio says, read, because what you're looking at here is. It's all. It all makes sense, and you know, you, he's not going to give anything away at these panels. You, he wants you to buy the book and read it. But he says it all makes sense, and, and I he think wants at me one to buy point, the book, he's going to have to explain why I'm going to like it. Well, and accept it. Uh, yeah, yeah, he does. If he wants my money, he has to explain it to me. Well, and or shouldn't the product explain it? No, yeah. not in not in, in this type of deal. That's like going to a movie. But I want to know what the movie's about. I want to know how the movie. I want to know why this character no. is doing that in the movie before I go to the movie. When Again, I go to a movie, Brad, huh? I have one question. What? It doesn't matter. But like, like they've been all comics right now, like regular superhero comics, Marvel and DC. They've been skewing the lines on time. Like there is no such thing as a fluent time. That's like, true. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, sorry, Daryl. Yeah, doesn't Spider-Man always work on like the sliding eight-year scale? Like every right. all careers within eight years. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the, does it does it hurt? I mean, does it matter? The Did, difference between Marvel and DC is that Marvel does one book or character, and then they'll wait a while, and then they'll do another book or character. So it, you get used to the one little change, and when, once it you accept it and it melds in, mm-hmm. then they'll go over here to somebody else or some other book, and they'll alter a little thing like that. No. Yeah. You can accept little changes well, at a time. I mean, but there, I there was House of M, huge which was, change. Which that was, was big changes. There that was, was a, like the Clone Wars, that, or not the Clone Wars, but the Clone Saga. That was a huge, like crazy change. We all knew it was an event that was going to last six months, well, and then it was going to go back in, to normal. In retrospect, in retrospect, we know it No, was we knew event. going in that it was a miniseries. There's a House of M miniseries. Dan DiDio has said there is, there is no trap door built into this. Yeah, because they, I think they, he's a fool to, if he thinks he doesn't need a trapdoor. Now, okay, right. after Superman was like a was like a couple of days. Like brightest day was a week. I mean, like these things. Why can't they happen in a world where you have people that got magic rings? And you, got <laughs> you know, that's and you and you got you know women that with magic lassos that make you tell the truth, and you have Zeus and Ares. <laughs> 
<laughs> why does it matter? Like that's what I I don't like. I why does it matter? Just like so the story. Just it doesn't bother you that you've invested twenty years in these stories, and that no. in September no. they're all going to not count. Well, well it, 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 they do. They count. still exist. They don't. Though. They won't. But they but they still exist. To me? It doesn't matter if they count or not. They, they won't exist. count with this. They won't count. They won't be a part of the current, with the exception of Batman and Green Lantern. They won't be a part of the current. Well, they're not going to status be, quo of any D- other. Uh, D- DC has has reshaped the universe more than once with Infinite Crisis, with no, all the crises. There's before, only been including with, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth, including Flashpoint. There, there's only three events in the DC universe that are on the scale of Flashpoint. Okay, Crisis on Infinite Earth. Okay, Zero Hour to a slightly lesser extent. And then Flashpoint. Okay, so those all, but those are presidents. Th- those are, those have all changed the universe in some way. This is just yeah. changing the universe again. But I'm not ready for it to be changed. I don't well, want why? it to what, be changed. I mean, what What do you do if Let you miss go, a bus? Let you it don't. Go. Yeah, you don't want to see that Tony bus Stark, leaves, Remember when they made the Tony Stark go from Vietnam to now Iraq? Did the stories that were written when he was in Vietnam does that negate that? If you enjoyed it, yeah, yeah, and, th- they don't count anymore. But they, if you read it and you liked it, what I'm saying, does that take away what you enjoyed? Yes. How? Because, like in the case of Spider-Man and One More Day, it 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 ruined everything I'd read up of Spider-Man up to that point. None of that stuff counts. So I mean, so it, it it's actually how you perceive it. So it's it's of course it's, it's how, how I perceive it. So. You know why should Dan DiDio care about you if 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 you don't want to read it? I'm anymore? not the only one that feels this way. I don't but think we're so. Killing the industry, like we we few, and it's few. It's we're dying out. We're not like we're either stopping reading, we're, we're dropping books, we're not reading them anymore. DC or is a group like, of fools if they think this is going to save their company. Well, part no, of the, it's not about, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Part of the question here is that you know we've. We've clearly established that they're losing sales and probably market uh, share, et cetera, et cetera, and that they might even be in some trouble financially. Of course, you know they don't have a movie empire without the comic book empire that uh, that supports it. But but based on this, you know, it seems clear to me that that unless they change radically, their sales are not going to change significantly. You know, yeah. they're, they're they're to a point where there has to be basically a paradigm shift here. We cannot avoid this. And and I'm kind of like with I'm kind of like you. I, I never needed you know the Legion to get rebooted. I I never needed you know this stuff to happen. Um, but you know, I think part of it is just you know becoming philosophical and just just dealing with it. Uh, so so we could have DC toting the line like it did and die in two years, or have it change and die in four years. Well, yeah. I I mean I I don't agree that. I don't agree that this change equals automatic death well, any, no, any more no, than I agree that as a foregone conclusion they're going to go out of business to begin with. No, they, they have to do so, they have to do something radical, and that and this was it. I, I don't mind them trying something radical. I mean, again, you know, this is you know this is kind of a drag, but what's the worst that can happen? They say, hey, it didn't work. Okay, next year's event's going to fix it. Well, <laughs> you know, they've done it before. I mean, yeah, all they got to do they, all they need is one panel, one page, one comic book to just go. It was a dream, and that's it. Well, it's all back to normal. Uh, the, I mean, you look at Barry's. Uh, you look at Bart and Barry. This the storyline with Bart and Iris is just ridiculous, but it's fun. Okay. You enjoyed it, 
I mean, they went to the future. They have a grandson <laughs> in the future who um, started to age and had to go back in the past. I mean, it's ridiculous when you read it. But <laughs> we enjoy it. But so I mean, is getting bitten by a spider. That's ridiculous. Right. Good it's point. all ridiculous. But I. But the point is, you, you still enjoy it. Either you enjoy it or you don't. But this is what I enjoy. enjoy the thing I enjoy about comics is the continuity of things I've been reading for years. I love the layers. I love the soap opera aspect. And yes. for DC and me, that's all ending. Well, you love in September. You're a big fan of the continuity porn. Yeah, I think like, that's like the I love. am. Yeah, that's I, I, what did it to me. Yeah, I, I, I love not, that kind of stuff too, but 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 again, you know, I mean, part of the deal, you know, the other part of the question is you know, it, it's like, uh, um, you know, the commercial where, hey, if you're a brand new customer, you know, we're going to give you the best deal ever. Um, OK, well, I'm not a brand new customer, so I don't get the good deal. And you're going to kind of just just count that I'm just going to stick around through inertia. You know, um, you know, that doesn't seem very fair. And that's it kind of makes you wonder if we're you know, if they're kind of doing that to us, because I think the second part of this, this question I brought up is what is the target? You know of the of DC just in in particular, you know, is are they targeting and trying to reinvigorate the core clientele, which is absolutely dwindling, just through age and and you know. Uh, or, I mean, there, there, there's there's always new customers. Well, you, but, you know, but but, but that's but there's, thing. But there's a thing about like well, like part can, of, can it you know can it sustain? Well, part uh, of the problem is that the new customers right now, when we were all kids. You could go to the spinner rack and you could pull comics and you didn't you had enough to worry about it. you know uh, you know say what you want I'm not trying to get off into a, a, a diatribe about the comics code authority or anything like that but let's face it when you were kids it was all good to go you could pick up any comic book you wanted off the off the shelves off the stands take it home and you're good you're you're eight you're ten you're twelve it's fine these days you cannot do that I go to the comic book store. and most of the comic books I, I pick up I don't want my kids reading and it's not that there's you know, gratuitous this or that, but just the themes have gotten so adult, you know, they, they've, for whatever reason, they've fallen. And you know, I don't think it's terribly, you know, uh, uh, Byzantine why, but, uh, um, as their core readers have aged, uh, over this last generation only, um, the maturity level of the comics themselves, the sophistication has ramped up with it. And you've now got a, uh, you've now got a product which is no longer necessarily appropriate for the kids, which is, is the group that you need to bring this in. This is another problem I have with the Superman if, reboot. No, if, I'll well, talk about that okay. in a second. Well, I mean, if, if DC, and I don't know if this is the case. I, I'm just t- kind of talking philosophically. One of the paradigm shifts that you might want to make is to make these comics more accessible. Because when we were kids, um, the adults and the kids read the same comic, It's All Good. You know, is it like a uh, SpongeBob cartoon where they throw in, you know, jokes that, you know, you know, the, my four-year-old and I can both sit there and, you know, I'm okay with watching it because they throw in some humor for me. They throw in some humor for him. You know, it's all good. They're kind of all thanks to all people. You know, Silver Age stuff. You know, it, it was, yeah. you know, it, it was good for everybody. And, you know, I don't like the idea of necessarily broadcasting like that. I don't mind them, you know, aiming, you know, certain content at, at certain ages. You know, Marvel Knights, right. you know, what have you. Something about that. That's one of my yeah. main problems with, with this whole thing is mm-hmm. that. You know, if they're trying to appeal to outside audiences, um, why have four Superman books, uh, four Green Lan- or 
My two Superman, four, five Batman, three hey, Green Lanterns. I did the I did the math. Twenty, I think twenty seven percent of the new fifty two is Batman family related. Yeah, yeah, and I think if you're trying if you're trying to get someone who doesn't normally read comics, say they like Batman based on the movies or whatnot. Yeah. Say, well, I want to read Batman. What do I read? Well, you read Batman. Okay, case closed. Maybe start that at the beginning, and then as you go along, then maybe. Uh, introduce a new book or uh you know new characters within the batman universe but it's like that's that's one of the problems with that i find with that and also with with the content i thought that maybe they would try and maybe expand the genres that they're playing with uh maybe you know do something that that would not necessarily pander to certain crowds you know that may like Twilight or ncis or you know uh 30 rock just just whatever you know trying to go toward uh, different things, but it's like the selections. It's like they didn't just go full superhero. They went like hard superhero, like OMAC and and all this. Like, who's gonna read? Like, who on yeah. the outside is gonna look at that and say, "I want to read OMAC"? It, it just looks ridiculous. And yeah, they did. They have the Eye Vampire and a couple westerns, but I don't think they're going that far enough. I really think they should have had a little more diversity of content rather than um, you know just they just kind of lost over what they already had. Yeah. They, they, they could have totally gotten like Brubaker to write like a detective version. Like, bring back Gotham Central. That yes, was such exactly. a good series. Yes. Um, yeah, they, have they, police procedural, have your, you know, even like, well, like Marvel had um, Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. I don't know if you read that, but I thought that was an awesome book. I did. Catered, I liked it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It, and it still had cool Spider-Man thing, but it was a different twist for younger, more female readers. And, you know, I, even do like a... Lois Lane reporter book, which I, which I know writers have been dying to do that. You know, it just you could do so much with that, and and they just they just well that sounds that. good. I mean, that does sound good, but when they've tried those things, people didn't buy them. Well, but I I think what we'll see when when the game really changes is when you have a print book that is in cancellation numbers, but digitally it's. It's sustaining and growing. I right. think I think that's going to be the future, and I think it'll take a few of those books where the numbers are flip flopped for 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 everything to start to change. And it could be one of those books. <laughs> so it's going to be DVD sales saving the TV show, huh? <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> and, and but they're open. I mean, that's the point. Like they're open. Like they don't know any of this is going to be successful. Like oh, no, yeah. no. they don't know what digitally is going to work or not. So Something. you have to show them. By picking the books that you want, yeah. like books that you saying that you want, I would love to have more black characters in comic books. Cool. I don't want to force it, but I would like to see right. it. So I'm going to make sure I buy Static, Mister Terrific, and Batwing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Whether it's going to work or not, I don't know, but I will buy it. I will mention it. I will tweet about it if I'm enjoying it. I will mention it. You know, and to other people to see if I can get people to do it. But just sitting on the sidelines and throwing snarkiness at it of what you're not getting, which I see a lot online, that just makes people who are not into comics who peek in say, I don't even want to bother. Why should I bother even even getting involved in the first place? Well, right. well hey, you got a bunch of number ones to go. 
um, uh, coming right up. Now, I think uh, I, I can't imagine this would ever happen. Maybe, maybe it happens in a couple of years if if readership keeps declining and you know balance sheets start uh, going red instead of uh, being black. But uh, I think it would have been interesting to have seen uh, this relaunch. Uh, and, and I understand that fifty-two titles, fifty-two worlds. I don't know why that had to be tied in together, but you know, I wonder how interesting it would have been to have gone with okay, DC, pare it down. You know, take it back to the roots. Go for, you know, give me 20 titles. Yeah, and, and if stuff wants to organically grow out of that, that's great. I mean, that's how it happened in the first place. I want to address that in a second. All Mike, right. I think Mike told us beforehand that he has to go about this time. Is that yeah, right, Mike? Okay. Mike, are you going to buy all 52 or are you going to are you going to um are you going to buy all 52 or are you going to uh pick pick and pick and choose? I think I'm buying about three. Okay. <laughs> and, and one of them is one of I, I would have bought regardless. Uh, well, I have been buying month after month, but they keep canceling it. That'd be Batwoman. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Um, but, yeah, Batwoman, Action Comics, and, uh, uh, you know, I don't remember. <laughs> and, and one more real quickly. Uh, you're an artist, so yes. do, you, do you buy books more because of story or because of art? Um, it all depends case to case. Um, I think, I think now I'm more into reading, uh, looking for a satisfying meal of a book. Um, whether that's, you know, just darn good single issues like shield or, you know, I just finished reading, uh, the manga Pluto, which was eight volumes and was one of the best things I've ever read. So, um, you know, whatever intrigues me, I guess. Okay. All right. Well, Hey man, um, for you. Thank you for your time, and I'm glad you could join us on here. All right. Glad I could be here. Have fun. Thank you, Mr. Schwartz. Bye, Mike. Talk to you later. Later. All right. All right, Daryl. It's just us, Daryl. All right. The thing that, going back to two things Bill said about this new audience, and you want to get a a younger, newer, younger audience to come in because they're the ones that would be around the longest. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. and, And content of stuff for kids. Is it really necessary for, in, in Morrison's Superman reboot, to even a- address the subject of sex. Uh, what book is that? Action. That was mm. supp- I thought that was supposed to be for because yep. it was kind of unclear. I thought it was he meant that was the storyline in Earth One. No, no that's talking that's about uh, who who wrote Earth One. That was um, MS, but the next one, the yeah. one he's writing now, the the because remember it's, it's still going. It's yeah. going to be a new. The, that, that part two, that Straczynski is is addressing sex. You're right. Superman. I'm right. I, you're right. I misread. I'm looking at it right now. I misread it. Hey, it did that in Superman too. I misread it, and that is different because it's an Earth One mm-hmm. okay. story. It's it's not aimed at new or younger. Well, and, so, and actually, Straczynski got kind of called out on that. Yeah. At at the at the uh, panel about you know. Why do we need these types of comic books to? Uh, well, that's a good know, point. point I mean, well, but kids uh, but, love but, Superman. Yeah, but in his defense, he goes, "This isn't a comic book; it's a graphic novel. You're yeah. not going to find it on the shelves. You're going to find it. Boom. You're going to find it in the bookstore. That's semantics. Kids no, well, are going to hey. kids. Kids are going to go and you know go to comic more books kids for these days go to bookstores than go to comic well, books. Well, but uh, also a kid is a kid really going to pay you know twenty twenty five bucks as opposed to you know. Three dollars for for a comic book. I mean, well, a a, a teen might. Yeah, well, I, you know, teens are going to learn about it anyway. Yeah. All so. right. Well, it is a different. It's a horse of a different color, you know. Indeed. Because 
I had I, I had the two I, books missing. And I got But that's two different. Yeah, but that's I mean that's Straczynski's graphic novel. Right. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in what DC is doing. I'm going to follow um, probably at least a portion of it. Uh, I'll follow nowhere near all of it, but um, I'm a little worried. Are you, I'll admit it. Is anybody here going to throw down for 13 books every week? Nope. I think I'm probably going to get maybe four or five of them, and I, I plan to get them digitally. I don't plan to buy them. Are they releasing all 52 digitally? That was my understanding. Yes. Yeah, it's day and date, right? Because I haven't... Yes, all day and date. All I knew that, that they were doing that with a couple, but I hadn't heard confirmation that it was actually going to be all 52. All 52 are going to be day and date, same price. What, um, um, and then if you wait three that, weeks, mm-hmm. it's going to go down a dollar. And, that's that's and, and I may do that on a couple of titles, too. Where? What outlet are they going to be available uh, from? Comicology. Cosmicology, yeah. That's just insane. I, I, that's, one thing, that, that's what's bugging me more about. You know, It's not even about the reboot. It's just, are you kidding me? You have the gall to ask the same amount of money for a digital download. I'm surprised anybody... It's, and it's I'm looking amazing at you, to me. Would pay full price, the it, same price for a digital copy of Action Comics. It's it's the it's kind of the same thing that yeah. that Netflix is doing. They want to get out of the DVD business. They want to get into the streaming business. Of right. That's why they recently separated the plans. But that, right. Right. So because they oh, make more money, they make more money streaming than they do mailing stuff yeah. out. Mm-hmm. DC. And why I, do, it makes sense to me. You know, from a business standpoint, that yeah, it but makes as a more consumer, money. it doesn't make any sense at all. Mm. You know what, well, Brad? You I, know I, they're gonna like th- right now. This is a market that's just fresh. Like there is no set price, and the same problem they had with with CDs and music. The market has to decide. Yeah, so when the price is gonna drop at some point. Yeah, when people don't buy, like they did a deal with um, Planetary, where you could buy, I think, a trade of Planetary digitally. For a cheaper price than the trade itself. Well, that's what they it should wanted, be. Yeah, but I mean, then they want to see who's going to buy that, and that's going to decide what they're charging next year and the year after that. But right now, they want to see if we charge this much, who is going to buy it? Yeah. Who's going to buy it when it goes down a dollar? Well, Daryl, is there a is buying a CD or God forbid a record more valuable to you than downloading that that uh, same album off iTunes? Is is there a is there a, a value in that for you? Yes. Is there is there a difference at all? Yes. I don't to me, too. To for me, sure. there isn't. Okay. See, that's you can't take your MP3 downloads to the right. CD warehouse sorry, and what? sell it for a dollar. I'm sorry. What do you think? Are there Carol? any more CD warehouses? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Half price bookstores. We'll take them. Uh, movie trading company. Those are yeah. sprouting. Like I cleaned mushrooms. out my CD collection. It was a lot of CDs. I took them. I got sixty dollars. For all my CDs at the half bucks. price bookstores, mm-hmm. I can't clean out all my digital comics and take it to half price bookstore and say, "Hey, can I have money for these?" Yeah. Well, but at the same time, it's just I, w- I would. It's more value to me not to to be able to enjoy it than to own it. For the much for the same reason, that I go to a movie. I'll go to a movie and watch it, but I don't necessarily have to own it. You know, I mean, and that's the some... same thing with comics. I just want to enjoy it. I just want to see it, enjoy yeah. it. I'm done with it. Then well, why I not mean, borrow there's... somebody's? I'm with Frank. Great. If you I, got I, it, I'll, I'll borrow it. <laughs> and you know, if if I can read it, if someone has it and I can read it before I have to buy it, I'm going to read it. I'm not going to buy it. You know, it's just, but, it's, you know, it's it's just. <sighs> Daryl, what are you trying to say? I just want to entertain. I want the entertainment. Like what I started doing, I I figured out. I I buy a lot of book. I buy a lot of Marvel. I buy a lot of DC. Then I buy a lot of 
like Image and Dark Horse and stuff like that. I read them and then I put them away. I sort them out and I send them to the friends who, who can't buy comics. And, and, like, and if you look at the advantage of digital for DC, that's opening a huge market. Because think about all those people who live in communities that don't have comic book stores. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, there's not a comic book store everywhere. In the middle of Kansas, there's going to be kids who are like, they have an internet connection. They learned that you can get the comic books online. Wow. Yeah. And and they have comic books there for 19 cents. They have free comic books on there. Okay. Suddenly, they're getting all into this, and they're learning something new, and it's new to them. I mean, I think it's great. And, and clearly, you know, this is a, a reasonably untapped market, you know, digital yeah. sales of comic books. Um, but it's very hard to pirate a floppy. Oh, wait. No. You're, uh, tor- apparently, you're not on torrents. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, if I go into an LCS or some dude standing in a corner is not going to have pirated copies of floppies. I'm not talking about the digital. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about hard copy. I mean, that's where you go to comic it's book stores. It's easy to pirate a digital file. Mm-hmm. It's super easy. In fact, it's destroyed an entire American, well, an entire industry. Um, I mean, virtually. I mean, you've got to the point where bands no longer make money off their albums. They have to make money off, um, you know, off their, their concert appearances, you know, selling uh, merchandise and stuff. But, I, I, you know, b- businesses change. You know, I mean, business didn't change. We'd still be no, using business, typewriters. Well, you businesses know, we are in, in the computers. middle of a painful adaptation, and, business, and those businesses are in the middle of a painful paradigm reassignment, which is, mm-hmm. well, I think, what we're starting to see here in the comic book business. But I think they hurt themselves. Like, they, I think okay. a lot of problems with music is... They were dinosaurs running the music industry. Yeah. And everybody else was doing, was, was figuring out other ways that they wanted to listen to music. And no one wanted to budge. And then when they started losing money, and that's why a lot of, uh, you know, record business went out of, you know, record uh, corporations and stuff went out of business because they would not change to what was going on they would yeah. not adapt to the new situation with technology and that's a good point the uh the the comic creators have been far less abused by the system than um than than bands did i mean the you know the the, the whole classic you know tired system of oh we're going to advance on future royalties etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah you were talking about basically you know some kind of servitude that you're putting the band under you know unless they're aerosmith and you know they're going to sell eight million copies you know in many cases you know that band is, it's like student loans. The, the band will never be out from under that. You know, they'll never actually make a penny. You know, that's why you've got, you know, poor Brett Michaels is still out there hawking himself to anybody who will give him a dime. Well, but, but uh, <laughs> I mean, at the same cause, time, because Poison didn't make much money while well, they were yeah, but, selling but, millions of albums. But there, but there were artists who, you know, also succeeded under that same framework. Well, so it, it depends on how you, how you manage you're yourself. Always and that's gonna, always up to the individual. You're always going to have winners and losers in yeah. any system. That, yeah. that I think is clear. You know, well, look at Netflix now. The, the problem with a lot of um, companies with DVDs is they will not allow Netflix to, to stream their right. movies. They give them hard time. Every time they try to get certain uh, movies and TV shows, they won't put it on streaming. They want to force people to buy DVDs. And Guess it is, what I do? I, I don't buy it. Yeah. Well, it is frustrating because you know we've got Netflix, and, and thank you for reminding me, I need to cancel the stupid... You know, I'm not paying 8 bucks, so... Uh, so they can mail me DVDs. I always thought the $2 a month was kind of a money-losing deal for them, but that's an aside. Um, but, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to play that game. You know, it's like I can go somewhere else for that. Yeah. So, um, 
Oh, okay. We, yeah, just, we got we, off on a tangent. That's yeah. awesome. That's my specialty, so <laughs> I was happy to deliver that. Okay. We want to wrap up? Okay. All right. Um, have, have we rung this turnip? <laughs> no, you know, you guys have given me a lot to think about, but I think in the end... Um, I mean, I'm, in, I'm in not, the end, it's, it's your so, money, and you can choose how to spend it. And if so, you don't want to buy DC Comics... I'm not have, interested in, in, a, in a, for lack of a better way to say it, a, a new and different DC universe. And that's fair enough. Man. But, there's nothing cool. wrong with that. But, yeah, no, and, 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 but, there, but there's wonderful other things you can spend your money on that you just need to discover. I mean, you discovered Lost, you know, you discovered Fringe, you know. You're just going to find something new to put that money into. I so kind of feel like change. I've lost a good friend. Okay. Uh, you know what? That's Sometimes valid. friends come back. That's true. Your friend grew. grew uh, your friend you, got you married. Had different experiences, <laughs> and your friend moved on. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you can't come back later because the stuff is still going to be there. Well, that's the deal. You haven't seen your friend in five years, and there are differences, and it is going to be a reacquainting period. And and that's you know that's okay. Again, that's just that's that's the way life is. Unfortunately, unfortunately, comic books have always been an escape from you know existence you know up till now, and uh, you know. Uh, maybe it's going to parallel, uh, you know, uh, this uh, this crazy thing that we call Levita. Hey, Daryl, did you? Uh, we were talking earlier, and you had uh, you had an interview coming up. Well, it's already up. It's uh, well, you can go to TaylorNetwork.wordpress um, and look at all the interviews. But it's an interview with uh, Nick Patara, who um, he's the artist on the uh, Red Wing book that Jonathan Hickman uh, just came out with cool. on Image. So you can check that out. We got an interview with uh, Fred Van Lente, uh, Chris Robertson, um, and a couple of guys from the Image with Blue Estate. We got one with Howard Chaikin, Charles Soule. Dude. So, um, you know, just check those out. And the other podcast, all the podcasts are on the website. So I got that idea from And I got a question, Daryl. What are you doing slumming with us? You can be you can be reaching the stuff. I mean, except for except for Howard Shaking. You could be you could be talking with real people, man. I'm talking to real people now. I appreciate that. That's a good answer. Uh, okay. I'll be watching you. All right. How about that boilerplate, <laughs> baby? All right, Daryl. Thanks for joining us, man. Oh my goodness. Daryl, very nice, very nice catching in you, man. Thanks for having me on. All right, we'll talk to you later. Greatness. Boom bloop. Boop boop. Boop boop. How come we didn't get that? Is he still there? No. Oh, okay. He split. So we're still recording then. We haven't taken an intermission. That's correct. I was going to run the Monty Python music in my mind. No, I, yeah. No? Well, let's wrap this puppy up so we can get number two. What? What? Visit halfhourwasted.com. Just keep that personal. <laughs> I don't need to know that. And by the way, this is my house. Check out so our blog, the windows, and more. And don't forget to visit uh, the new message board Good at forumsforgeeks.com. And thank you, Harold Jennett, for the just, new artwork. I'm glad we bought a new toilet. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted.gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. I got a comment for you. You can Use also drop us an invid- uh, individual email at Brad, oh, Frank, no. or Bill at halfhourwasted.com. candle or something. Follow us on Twitter at halfhourwasted. Be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast, which comes out every Thursday on this same feed. We also have Out Now with Aaron and Abe. Check out the yes. new podcast. Check out the Walking Dead podcast and keep an eye out for Media Minutes. Visit our sponsor, DCB Service. Until next time, I'm Frank. I'm Bill. I'm Brad. And we'll see you next time on Half Hour Wasted. Here's some matches, dude.